did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is off-season episode 22, and it's time it's time to pay respect to a Hall of Famer. Bob Huggins in Springfield. I don't there's so many Springfields. I think the basketball hall of fame's in Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm not going to, there's an easy way to figure that out. The internet, I'm not looking it up. He's in Springfield and Saturday, he's going to get inducted officially into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And are you in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Probably, if you're listening to this, probably not. Most likely not. Bob Ung is going to be there and he deserves to be there. And it's amazing that we are at this point in Bob Huggins' career, long career, college coaching. He he was born in Morgantown. He played at WVU. He coached at WVU, still coaching at WVU, and he can stay at WVU as long as he wants because he's been – because after Saturday, he is a Hall of Fame basketball coach. And there's plenty of Hall of Fame basketball players in the Basketball Hall of Fame – the fraternity of coaches is even smaller, and Bob Huggins is, is in that fraternity. And, again, he's deserving of that. And I spend time on this podcast. I, I, I do bad Bob Huggins impersonations, um, truthfully, <laughs> and there's no correlation. But since I've started the podcast, you could argue since 2017 that – this is like one of the roughest stretches professionally in Bob Huggins' career. And when you look at those five seasons, WVU would be in three NCAA tournaments. I'm counting the COVID year. They would have made the NCAA tournament. Three out of five years. And uh, and that is a, is not meeting the Bob Huggins standard over the course of his career. That's how, that's how great his career has been, where most schools – Hey, you'll make the tournament three out of five seasons. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll take that. Um, going down memory lane, thinking about Bob Huggins' time at WVU, it's weird because you can obviously watch games that he's coached and watch the guys on the court. I've tried to focus on just Bob Huggins, and Bob Huggins is not a look-at-me guy. And so you don't have a ton of where he's – like if you go to the YouTube – you can see him doing coaching clinics where he's in his element and he's talking. His audience is basketball people, not media people. He's very comfortable there. And then outside of that, you got press conferences with, that he doesn't want to do. He he's uh, and so CBS did a a focused show on Bob Huggins a few years back. Back when I think it was. The third year of Press Virginia, they you know Clark Kellogg shows up at Bob Huggins' house, asks him some some questions, 
spend some time around Bob Huggins camera crew with him. That's the that's the most I've seen as far as intimate with Bob Huggins getting to know him a little bit. And and then of course you go back to when he came to WVU in 2007, his introductory press conference. And it's the, it's on the YouTube. It's well worth your time. You've got the athletic directors speaking, the governor speaks at this thing, the governor of West uh, I I didn't look back. I can't imagine the governor being at the John Beeline introductory press conference. I don't I'm not gonna again, I could look at that. I'm not going to. But that's how big of a deal it was when Bob Huggins came to WVU. Again, WVU graduate, played on the basketball team, uh alma mater, born in Morgantown, and the governor shows up when he comes here. And the governor shows up when he comes here because of how great Bob Huggins was coaching it at Cincinnati, everywhere he's been at, but specifically his time at Cincinnati. Like he was killing it at Cincinnati on the court. His first two seasons at Cincinnati, uh, he's kind of building up the program. And then his last 14 seasons at Cincinnati, they made the NCAA tournament every single year. Didn't miss it. <laughs> 14 in a row which is amazing. Yes, it was not a gauntlet conference. It was not the Big East. It was not the Big 12. It was the Great Midwest. It was it was Conference USA. So you had a heavy a heavy percentage of DePaul and Dayton back when Dayton wasn't, wasn't as good and uh <laughs> and South Florida and southern southern Mississippi like uh, but it is what it is. Like Bob Huggins dominated in those 14 years in those conferences. 10 of those 14 years, Cincinnati won the regular season title. Eight out of the 14 years, Cincinnati won the conference tournament title. So like eight of those 14 seasons, automatic invitation <laughs> to the NCAA tournament. They made it every year. And, it you know, it wasn't all rosy at Cincinnati. Google it. <laughs> Google Bob Huggins Cincinnati and you'll get the success on the court. And then you'll also get, he had a DWI late in the Cincinnati run. That was kind of the beginning of the end. New president came in at Cincinnati, said, hey, uh, the basketball program is really, you know, I'm really focused on academics. I'm looking at the basketball program, not a big focus on academics over there. Bob Huggins at his time at Cincinnati, like 28% of the of the guys who came into the program as freshmen graduated. Not, not a high percentage. And the DWI and the academics, he got he got the boot. He got bought out of his contract and forced to resign at Cincinnati. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on any NFL team to win, if your team leads by 10 
at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So here's what you do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Success before he got the WVU. But think about it. He's coming after John Beeline. And can you think of two coaches with more different styles than John Beeline and Bob Huggins? I mean, I can't think of I can't think of one. Like it's it's the total opposite. I mean, Bob Huggins from afar, what you knew about Bob Huggins' teams was that it was a rock fight. Like they were going to out athlete you. They were going to play tough defense and they were going to grind you down. And John Beeline, WVU during the John Beeline era, they didn't grind you down. Like it was a different grinding, I guess, but it was all focused on offense, all focused on shooting. Johnny Fundamental Beeline, you know, very little focus on rebounding, not a, a strong focus on on defense. And Bob Huggins, that's all he's focused on. He wants all the rebounds. If 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 Bob Huggins scores, if Bob Huggins team scores fifty, then you and you score forty nine. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that, but he's got the W. It's it's his winning formula. So coming in, completely different styles. He had that baggage uh, coming in. Yes, it was not shocking in the 90s if somebody came up to you and said, uh, can you believe that a Cincinnati player got arrested? You would be like, yeah, I do believe that. Like That's, that's what was going on at Cincinnati. Uh, during his time there, Cincinnati got put on probation, lost scholarships. It's not it's not a rosy picture in totality, but the success is a success. Like 14 of 14. Did they make uh, gigantic runs in the NCAA tournament for the most part? No. He did make a Final Four in 91-92 with Nick Van Exel and Eric Martin and company. They beat Penny Hardaway on the way to get there. Uh, he made a couple of elite eights. He made a sweet 16. But for the most part in his time at Cincinnati, they made the tournament every year and they rarely got past the first the first weekend. But it doesn't diminish the success uh, and, and him running that conference. So takes a year off after getting the boot from Cincinnati, spends one season at Kansas State, and then the timing was right to come back to WVU. And he's been... At WVU, Bob Huggins, the most successful WVU basketball coach in my lifetime. And I can say that, number one, because Saturday he's going to be in the Hall of Fame and none of the guys before him in my lifetime. And there's only been, like, the stability of WVU basketball. There's been three guys in my lifetime that have coached WVU basketball. <laughs> three. It's wild. It's, it's Catlett. It's Beeline, and it's Huggins. And the other guy, we don't, we don't have to talk about the other guy. He doesn't want it. It's fine. He doesn't. He, he was zero and zero. So Huggins comes in, and think about what he did in that first season. 
He took guys recruited for the stylings and the preferences of John Beeline and said, uh, hey, guys, uh, definitely stick around. And uh, I'm going to make I'm, we're going to play my way. And he took Joe Alexander to like he was a lottery player. He was a lottery pick in the NBA draft. Joe Alexander, not recruited for Bob Huggins style. And then, of course, his Bob Huggins most successful season at WVU was the 0-9-10 season. WVU won the Big East Conference Tournament. They made it to the Final Four. They were predicted to be really good. They were really good, and they made it to one game away. I, you know, I, I still they lose the Duke that that day, even with the Butler injury. And the guys would tell you on that team that they they felt like they were still in it. They still probably lose that game, but that the success of that season is the is there's been two NCAA. Uh, Final Fours, right? And Bob Huggins was with one of them. So, and he took guys recruited by Beeline, brought his own guys in. He, he mixed Deshaun Butler and Joe Mazzulla and John Flowers and Wellington Smith and mixed him with Kevin Jones and Truck Bryant and, and Devin E. Banks. And, and that was his best team. And even at having just Huggins guys, 15 seasons, 10 NCAA tournament appearances, multiple Sweet 16s, like his performance in the NCAA tournament, uh, while he, he's not he's not batting a 1,000 as far as getting there like he did in that 14-year run at Cincinnati, but, you know, multiple Sweet 16 trips uh, at the beginning of his time at WVU in the best Virginia run, making sweet 16s and he's just he's been great he's been great and i uh, as much as i love the style of john beeline it was easy to to transfer over to 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 enjoying the bob huggins style i mean listen it's definitely a different style there's been plenty of two and a half hour games Two and a half two and a half hour rock fights that don't go into overtime, tons of fouls, lots of stops in play. Um, and and yet it that's not appealing to the country as far as a style of basketball, but you can get behind it because you know, I think a lot of it is Bob Huggins being a native of West Virginia and him talking about his love for the state. Take the basketball out of it. He loves his state. He loves West Virginia University. He'll get to stay as long as he wants. Like taking how good of a basketball coach he is out of it. That part of it, regardless of the style, but even with this very abrasive style of basketball, you can root for it. It is more digestible because of his love of the state that he's he's always had, you know, because of his personal ties to the state and being a native of here. And and of course, his success made it much easier, you know. And th- those those early teams with the Beeline guys, it, those he had some shooters. Like it was, it was the best of both worlds. And it, I think, it proves how good of a coach he is that he was able to take those guys. Say we're going to do it my way. I am going to take some of the things that 
that Beeline was successful with, hey, Joe Mazzulla, tell me about this one three one. And and using that as a key piece of getting of of doing that final four run by just one three winning all game versus Kentucky in that Elite Eight game. You know, I, I host a podcast, but I also when I'm not hosting a podcast, I like to listen to podcasts. Other WVU sports podcasts, I like to listen to music and a great way to listen to anything is through Raycon wireless earbuds. These Raycon everyday earbuds, they look, feel, and sound better than ever. They have these optimized gel tips. Perfect in-ear fit. You'll get an earbud sometimes and you and you put it in your ear and you're concerned if you're walking around that it's going to fall out. These gel tips, they're not going to budge. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime. 32-hour battery life, and it's a great price. You know I like value. With Raycons, you get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. They have the optimized gel tips. They have customizable sound profiles. So one profile I can use for podcasting, another profile I can use when I'm listening to to the kids' music, music that the kids listen to. I'm hip. Go to buyraycon.com slash TBPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TBPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash TBPN. It's been a successful career in totality. He's been the best coach in my lifetime at WVU. and. You know, in that introductory press conference, a lot of the stuff has happened. He said he's going to win games. That's happened. Uh, attendance at the Coliseum, based on the success, has been great. Now he would he wanted it in that introductory press conference to get to the level where he was doing an antidote of like Cincinnati was going to Chicago State, and Chicago State sold out their place because Cincinnati was coming to town. And he wanted that for WVU. I don't think that's been the case, but WVU's won plenty of like the November tournaments. Uh, he's filled up the Coliseum uh, in, of course, the more successful years. And but just across the board, like WVU is still they, people care about football more. But as far as success and sustained success and top. 25 program for the last 15 years Huggins is has has rivaled that in his time again it, it's it's what it is it's a it's a football it's more of a football state but he's done what he can to try to put it closer in relevance and you would argue more relevant in their in their sport than than what the football team has been in the last 15 years and I'm excited for his success and, and his opportunity to, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. You know, I spent a lot of time on this podcast just making bad Bob Huggins impersonations. <laughs> just a terrible, doesn't even sound like him. And I don't give him the flowers as we're going through the season, especially in losing seasons. Uh, and we all know the, you know, I mean, so just, just looking back, some of the things he said after games, calling those referees the three blind mice. Um, 
just the level of sarcasm and disdain when he feels like uh, the guys in stripes have not been uh, fair. <laughs> Thinking about one specific time uh, in Allen Fieldhouse, um, but the man, you know, I, I think getting that practice facility, which is like top notch, the guys who have graduated and have went on come back in the off season to Morgantown to work out in the practice facility. Huggins gives them access and he's built like a, like he did talk about that in when he, when he first came on, like I, this is, it's the relationships. That's why I've stayed in college uh, coaching and he's, he's kept those relationships and, and tried to strengthen that through how he, how he is, has this open door for his players to, to come and, and be a part of the summers with the the current guys who are playing on the team, playing with alumni, so he can get from the former players what to expect from Huggins and helping them get better. Like it's, I know we're coming off a losing season and two of those in the last in the last five years, but he's. Uh, you can't deny that the guy's a Hall of Famer. And so, Bob Huggins, congratulations. I don't th- know if you'll ever listen to this. You have my utmost respect what you do on the court. H- you know, his time at WVU, he's graduating players. He's, uh, I mean, just just Google Rick Riley, Bob Huggins, and read Rick Riley back when magazines was a thing. He took a blowtorch to Bob Huggins after he got hired at K-State. A blowtorch with words. And cut to today, him going, you know, him on the, this weekend, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So, um, congrats to Coach Huggins.